Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast discussing entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah. Check out our TikTok, do at TikTok. Just Us Losers Pod. We do some good, uh, Gage does some good TikToks with uh, mediocre content. Mm-hmm. We're the mediocre content, not his content. His right. content is good. Yeah. High quality stuff. Yeah. Matt. Preston. Is this a better news week than last time? Hope so. Uh, not really. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Pretty slow news week. Um, are there any trailers I'm forgetting about? I don't oh we got a weird al yankovic trailer oh yeah i didn't watch it i did i mean it it seemed it's well first of all it's a roku original movie which i didn't know was a thing (laughs) um so i guess that's news yeah um i don't know it probably it looks like a movie that's not going to be particularly provocative in any any avenue whatsoever it's just daniel radcliffe being what weird al's humor is for a whole movie sounds fun so like if you're like a weird al fan you'll probably like it maybe maybe it'll get everything wrong about his life and you'll hate it and it just will be a movie that's not for anyone i feel like people who like weird al don't really care about the accuracy of that they probably honestly want it to be more quirky which is probably it's probably not even going to be like a biography because like the the bits from the trailer is like um it's like, I know what I want to do with my life. I want to make, uh, I want to take popular songs and change the words into goofy songs. Like, that probably never happened. That's not how It feels like a wild went. oversimplification of an entire probable, like, probably like five years of an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> so I bet it's just like a quirky little, like, just goofy thing that's not even going to try to be accurate. It's not yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. It's yeah. not a wreath, uh, not respect. It's like, it's going to be... Yeah. So. It'll it'll be fun, but everyone will forget. Oh, you know what it years. is. What is it? It's literally a Weird Al song of respect and Elvis and Bohemian Rhapsody, like all these biopics, biopics coming out of musicians. Yeah, and him just parodying it. Yeah, that's one hundred percent what it is. It's kind of fun. I'm for it. Yeah, I might go see it. I don't know. Uh, Kalen's brother loves Weird Al, and so he'll probably go see it. Maybe I'll go see it with him. Sweet. But also, he lives in Stillwater because he's a OSU student. So maybe not. That is the wrong, wrong, don't, don't do the Texas, look, all right, here's a PSA to all OU fans, and I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna take a wild tangent here, because we are big on Oklahoma football. <laughs> Kalen, we literally just went to a game today, uh, Kalen has been telling all of her students this, and is trying to, like, spread the word, if you're not playing Texas, stop saying Texas sucks, they are irrelevant until we are, until Texas week, until the, like, until it hits zero 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 in the fourth quarter of the game right before Texas, Texas is relevant. And then when it hits zero 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 after Texas, <laughs> at, like on the fourth quarter of the Texas game, Texas is irrelevant. Only that week is when you can say Texas sucks because it just makes us look like we're obsessed with them. We look like the crazy ex that's following them around mm-hmm. and like just saying, yeah, you suck. It's like, why are you still following me then? leave me alone like we were it's the worst i hate it like okay we're playing a kansas team or something and we're like texas sucks and like like yeah, okay say kansas sucks i don't know like change no, it to kansas what is out there trying their best we should root for them a little bit we should we should play the class for them when they do <laughs> something like, okay hey they're actually like today this week we're like hey they're actually like winning the game i was like what are they playing a high school <laughs> it's 
sad. Yeah. Even though they give us a run for our money every other year. And they beat Texas last year. <laughs> yes. Because. But hey, Texas is let me is hear back. you say it. Oh. Texas sucks. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so that's a that's a movie that's that's out. Texas sucks the movie. Texas sucks the movie. <laughs> uh, we did also, get the. Texas becomes irrelevant about halfway through the third quarter of the OU Texas game. Fair enough. Oh, snap. Boom. Got him. You got him. I mean, oh, snap. Boomer got him. I'll take it. All right. Uh, we also got the. Uh, <laughs> a trailer for the third Pinocchio movie coming out this year. There are three Pinocchio movies coming out this year. So there's the there's Guillermo the actual Disney one. There. There's the Guillermo del Toro one, and there's the Russian one. That's like the that's the really creepy one. It's like I want to go and experience the world, like that one. Oh, I would. That's know about the that Russian one. one. There are three Pinocchio <laughs> movies happening this year. <laughs> what the? <f> <laughs> this is something Hollywood does every now and then. I mean, usually it's just two. They'll do they'll like, do the like Deep uh, Impact and Armageddon. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, other other examples of this examples. exact thing uh you got like battle la which was like the aliens invading thing and then there was like another version of it you got yeah. uh white house down white and house down and uh olympus has fallen olympus has fallen like that happens like yeah. you just kind of get honestly i don't know the story behind those i feel like it's someone like pitches something and then someone else kind of like takes it and runs with it and they happen to just run parallel yeah but it's like, gotta be something like that. These are three different Pinocchio movies. Mm -hmm. And also, Pinocchio is not an original thing. I think the Disney Pinocchio one is the actual story of Pinocchio. Mm -hmm. And the other two are like weird versions of an idea of yeah. Pinocchio. Well, I, I think the Guillermo one is supposed to be closer to the original fairy tale. Oh, which is a like, little darker and which would yeah. totally track for Guillermo. Yeah. I can't see Guillermo de Toro doing uh <laughs> like he needs his balloons of blood. We that's just the yeah. way he is. And just some real wacky, weird <laughs> stuff monsters with their eyes on their hands and yep. things like that man pain let pain's leopard was great i should watch that again wait am i thinking no you know the didn't do um i'm thinking uh quentin tarantino with the balloons of blood <laughs> ah! <laughs> he's the one that likes his big balloons of blood that's uh, a weird pair to mix up right there yeah it is um Guillermo's not a not above a little gore now and then, right. but he's not would you say Guillermo del toro is like a blend between Tim Burton and Quentin Tarantino. Uh, I think there's probably a better comparison for the uh, sort of the gory side of things than Tarantino. Okay. Um, it's probably more Burton plus a horror director with actual balls. Uh, how about a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a <laughs> horror movie director with actual balls <laughs> uh so yeah uh, another pinocchio is happening i still don't believe that this is a real movie um winnie the pooh blood and honey have you seen i am aware that this exists so it is is it is it a real movie i keep seeing tra i can't i like i can't <laughs> believe that this is real are they public the domain now and that's why they can get away with this. I don't know. You know, I have all the world's information at my is, fingertips, and I am intrigued enough on this one to look it up. That is a, a good idea. It's a British independent slasher film directed and written by Rhys Frake Walterfield. Stuart Films is a horror. Why did you choose this accent? I don't know. 
Because <laughs> it's an upcoming British independent slasher film. Is it? That's that's the first sentence of the Wikipedia oh, entry. All right. Yeah, development for the film began when the original book became a public domain work in the United States gotcha. in January 2022. This guy had the script written since like 1997, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting around stoned in his college dorm. He's like, it'll be fun, man. We did a slasher Winnie the Pooh movie. And then he just held on to that idea for 25 years. And not the friends that were in the room when he said that. I can't imagine staying friends with someone that wanted to turn Winnie the Pooh into a slasher movie. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. As someone with some nostalgia for Winnie the Pooh, I'm a little weirded out. As someone who just kind of wants to watch the world burn, I'm into <laughs> it. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's horrifying and unnecessary. And just, Why? For the sake of just... Because pop culture is dead. Yeah. We can't say it's not original. No. Yeah. I mean, people have done gratuitous, gritty reboots of Do you think things. that's why they did um, Christopher Robin so recently? Is Winnie the Pooh was about to become public domain, so they wanted to like Probably get in there before... get one last one out there. Yeah. My the only thing I remember of that movie is um, there's a edited version of the teaser. Let me just find this real quick. Oh, I have okay. this saved on my YouTube because you're gonna you're gonna find it quite delightful. Oh, okay, it's possible you've seen it before. But... Well, um, while you're looking that up, I'll uh, talk about this a little bit. It's not really news this like super super recently, but they've been okay. dropping a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. lately. Uh, the Star Wars or Star Wars uh, Hogwarts Legacy, yeah, um, open world RPG set in the 1800s at hogwarts um a lot of stuff looks really cool they uh i think they just released all of the um common room like they just did all the common room trailers mm-hmm. so for each of the house because you can choose like what house and stuff you were you're in uh the only thing that i've seen i haven't watched all the trailers each of them are like a minute long is the sl- slytherin door a snake goes across the wall like the floor floorboard of the wall and mm-hmm. then like arcs itself up to reveal the door and it is so cool it's just the way that it's just right. like it does that and like i'm sold and i okay i'm gonna get it and then i want kaylin to play it because she's not a video game player but she is a diehard harry potter fan mm-hmm. and so like this might this, be my chance this might be the entry point exactly oh another bit of news i don't mind getting political with this one uh did you hear about jk speaking of harry potter did you hear about jk rowling's new book no it is a 1,250-something page book that the main character is someone who was accused of being transphobic and it ruined their life. It's longer than the Bible! Wow. I... I... I had the, the sliver of respect that I maybe had. I didn't think that there was any respect I had for her left after all of this yeah because like i don't respect her on a creator level no we've talked about this yeah i abhor her because of the transphobia and just doubling down on it also now writing a book saying that she's the victim her (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) i feel like i just thought about the cw with like how angry i am about this yeah this kind of feels like just a, a very public meltdown by her in some sense yeah that's, I, j- uh, I i cannot stand her yikes that's just big yikes i don't even know if she's getting royalties for the uh, the harry potter game 
Like I need to look. I'm excited about it's the Harry Potter be. game. Gotta be. I hate it though. I I may not get it. Like I'm gonna look into it and see like kind of like what her hands like how her mm-hmm. uh, like kind of all that stuff behind it. And if I yeah. feel like that it's like I I because the problem with video games mm-hmm. is there are hundreds of people yeah. involved in making that game. Yeah, I can't just like do everything i can to make a game flop and like put all of their hard work aside because yeah. of it yeah but like i don't know also all of them decided to work on a harry potter game when they are fully aware of the uh of her and yeah. what she is yeah this is this is always an interesting kind of deeper debate of how much are we okay with enjoying art by creators we don't like and i don't mean don't like personally i mean like right have some very fundamental issues with yeah well i mean we thought we all talk about disney and right now I, I hate disney because of just the way they operate as an entertainment industry and the whole genocide thing and the whole genocide thing and also uh disney the man disney was basically a nazi yeah <laughs> yeah and we're still like it's where are our ideals in con in consumption yeah no i mean can ideals and consumption work together or have do you have to separate those? Yeah. Uh, Wagner was at least part of the cultural through line that led to Nazism as not just a party, but an ideology rising in mm. Germany. Um, I mean, uh, honestly, the show, uh, The Good Place, mm-hmm. made a pretty provocative statement about that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, have you seen the show? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. Uh, for people who haven't seen it, it's also been out for a long time. Uh, kind of a, a point they make later on in the show is that nothing you do is good because it can always be tracked to something back to unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get all if, theological here and talk about the fall and human nature is inherently corrupt and all oh, that stuff. Oh, yeah. But. Um, and so, like, where where is that line? Like, mm-hmm. what, what, and it's, I, I don't, I think it's a conversation that we can have. Like, I think mm-hmm. that would be a good content conversation where we just kind of sit down and talk about it maybe bring in a couple other people who may have other like education and ideas and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um because that's a it's a really interesting conversation um but like it's i struggle with it a lot because Mm -hmm. i i'm the kind of person that really wants to like stick to my ideals but Mm -hmm. like the good place says anything i do i can probably track down to what i'm doing is violating my own ideals exactly it's like how many degrees of separation can there be between you and your ideals when consuming anything in the country or in the world? Exactly. See, it's much easier for me because I don't have ideals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have opinions about things. I have ideals, but no opinions, no stable opinions. Cause That's they right. change hour to hour. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, it'll cheer you up. All right. Let's see. Let's see this thing. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that before, sure but it you're... doesn't change the amount of joy. <laughs> I go back and watch that about once a week. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Not literally once a week, but at least once a year. Yeah. I have a, a small list of videos that I do that with. There's that one. There's uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. That's a good one. The Nick Cage song. Nick Cage song? Walking in the Woods. That's Dark Zyla- Guy. No Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, more, more, some more news. Uh, so he said, on, so have you seen Honey Boy? 
No. Do you know what Honey Boy is? Is that the semi-autobiographical one about his life as a child actor? Let's talk about that semi part. Okay. Uh, so in the movie, he plays his own father mm-hmm. uh, and is incredibly abusive to him. Like, that's kind of the whole thing. And it's mm-hmm. like his whole story about like how he became the kind of tortured artist kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, said in a podcast recently that that was all made up, that the abuse part was made up. Oh. Uh, and his dad was actually a super, super loving father. Huh. Boy, did that piss a lot of people off. Rightfully yep. so. I'm not in the crowd that is particularly hurt by that. But imagine, like, watching a movie and feeling like you have someone that you can look up to that's mm-hmm. like, they suffered what I'm suffering, and then mm-hmm. finding out it was just bullshit. Yeah. He is being raked through the mud right now. And this is all among the whole uh, drama with uh, Olivia Wilde and him and Harry Styles and Florence Pugh with... Uh, Olivia Wilde's new movie, because mm-hmm. uh, like Shia was on board to do the Harry Styles part, mm-hmm. and then um, he left, and it was a drama between Olivia Wilde and Shia LaBeouf on saying who left, who fired whom, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and, like no one is getting a straight answer, right? Uh, and then Florence, and then Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles got super close on set. Uh, to the point where, like, Florence Pugh would have to start taking on directing roles because Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles were just, like, whatever they're doing, like, being around each other. Mind you, Olivia has been married to, um, who plays Ted Lasso. I'm drawing Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, yeah. Uh, which, all this was, have you seen the clip of Olivia Wilde being served, uh, divorce papers while giving a presentation? Yep. So that was that. That's because of all this. Like, this all happened, and that's when Jason Sudeikis, like, served that and stuff. Yikes. It is... I didn't even really know this was happening until, like, this, like, the Shia thing happened, and it was just kind of, like, another little piece of it that, boy, people are the worst. I don't have much in the way of ideals, but I've always done my best to avoid that sort of tabloidy side of pop culture and stuff, mm-hmm. but now I want nothing more than to know all the ins and outs of the story. I'm hooked, man. <laughs> I'm over here shaking. <laughs> Give me more. Give me the coke of the straight in my veins. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh like I I don't care for like the tabloidy stuff of like, oh look what she was wearing at the beach, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like they were seen like when Taika Watiti and uh Tessa Thompson were mm-hmm. like I got a picture of like them making out or something, and we're mm-hmm. like, eh. I was like, who gives a shit? Neither of them are married. Cool. Who cares? Good for but, them. But, like, this was literally just, like... First of all, it started with, like, hiring drama, mm-hmm. and then it got wrapped up with, like, literally a marriage falling apart, like, actual things happening. Yeah. And, like, putting a bear... Like, it's gonna... It's gonna put a bad taste on the movie. Like, she's... This is, what, her... F- probably her fourth or fifth movie around that? Second. Director. Really? Director. Yes. I swear she's had a few other ones. I'm pretty confident it's her second, but I'm going to double check myself because I'm only like 85%. The point is still early in her career. Yeah. And already getting a ton of drama attached to it. Yeah. Not a good look, even if the movie ends up being good, which it looks like it's going to be. Right. Um, And the first movie was quite good. Yeah. Assuming it is, in fact, the first movie. Yeah. But I'm going to look that up right now. Sort of adjacent to that, uh, apparently last minute they had to cut some scenes from the trailer because the MPA didn't like them. Really? Yeah, too gratuitous. Ooh. It's a lassie. Yeah. Spicy! Let's see, Olivia Wilde. 
she the one that dated Aaron Rodgers for a while, or is that someone else? She and Jason Sudeikis have been together for like nine years, I think. Probably not then. Yeah. No, what's her face that was... Oh, no, they just got married. I think they dated for like seven years and they just got married. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so she has a couple of credits with shorts and music videos and stuff, but Booksmart was her first movie in 2019. Don't worry, darling, is her second. Uh, She's on board for an untitled Sony slash Marvel project. Oh. So. See how that lasts. See how that lasts. All right. Interesting. What other news have you seen? Uh, Fandom's canceled. What? DC Fandom's canceled. Really? Yeah. Why? Because... And how did I not hear about this? Warner Brothers is falling apart. It's Warner Brothers is also having a public meltdown. That is true. Uh, let me find some... Is it being replaced by some, like, Warner Discovery or Discovery Warner uh, convention or something? Or are they just canceling fandom altogether? Let me scroll through this article real quick. Because honestly, I don't really mind all that much. Uh, the re- release from the studio is, quote, with the return of in-person events, that should be a hyphen, uh, <laughs> Warner Bros. Discovery is excited to be able to engage with our fans live at numerous Comic-Cons around the world and will not be scheduling DC Fandom for 2022. All right, fair enough. I still don't like it. Why? Because I like DC Fandom. I'm already nostalgic about it because I remember where I was and what I was doing when that first Batman that teaser dropped. And I remember how I felt after watching that Batman teaser. But like, we'll still get those. It's just not going to be packaged up in a really uncomfortable people trying to be actors and or not. It's true. I did also, there was a extended conversation with Matt Reeves that came out of right before he dropped the, the teaser. Mm. Um, and I, I never watch any of the Comic-Con stuff except the actual trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I sat and watched that whole 25-minute thing and was interested the whole time, just mm. hearing his whole thoughts and how he's differentiating the world and um, trying to tell the story and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I imagine we'll still get that content. But um, headline DC in disarray. Yeah. Classic. DC stands for decrepit. D decrepit <laughs> D space crep. It's not even D E. It's just the letter D space crepit. Should be a hyphen. with a K. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Yep. Uh, oh well. I. I mean, vague bummer. Uh. What else? Um. D twenty three is going to happen. That is true. That'll be what in two weeks, three weeks. It actually happens between yeah filming it'll time out really nicely that's wonderful first time ever that we've filmed on the off week of conventions we managed to always land on the week that conventions are happening yep oh uh miguel sapochnik has left house of the dragon really uh yeah what was he on for just like he was one of the showrunners and he directed the first episode and i think probably another one oh um there's no hint of tension in any of the press releases. It sounds like he's just like, yeah, they, they've got it under control. I got some other stuff I want to do. Um, he's got apparently a, a HBO show that he's doing independently. That's um, original property or something. Or... I mean, he was attached to it until two episodes were out. So like, it, yeah, it's not like no, him he, leaving for like create. Yeah. yeah he, he did the first season and he's happy with things and trusts everyone else to get it done. Or at least that's what everyone's that's what, saying. Yeah. There's, there's no evidence of any acrimony behind the scenes or anything. Gotcha. 
still kind of feels ominous. Yeah. I'm not going to make any assumptions until we hear. I'll get into it next week. Okay. Uh, we did get the official announcement of the next Assassin's Creed game, <sighs> which is uh, going to be set in Baghdad. Okay. All right. During the 600s. Exciting time this... to be in Baghdad. Apparently it is. I don't know if you That's were... when Muhammad was around. Okay. I didn't know that. I don't know if that's where he was exactly, oh. but uh, the rise of Islam was right about then. All right, Get yeah, some interesting stuff out of that because it's uh, so it's going to follow one of the side characters from Valhalla, mm-hmm. um, and clearly younger too. Like we saw, they showed a picture of it, and he's like way mm-hmm. younger. So it's like I guess okay. become uh, becoming an assassin or something. Sure, um, and it's going to be smaller scale. Thank God, because Valhalla was just way too big and like. The problem with Valhalla it was, is it was big, sprawling, like, just mm-hmm. everything. There was so much space between things. Yeah. Um, And, like, superficial. Yeah. Um, There really weren't any v- very good side quests. Uh, there were a lot of main quests that were kind of repetitive. Uh, all of, like, the item, like, kind of the world events were just boring or collectible stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I did not enjoy that game at all. I've talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, this one is going to be a return to stealth. It's going to actually be like be a stealth <gasps> focus game. Thank God, because we haven't had like one that's designed for stealth mm-hmm. since Syndicate, which was 2017. Yeah. Five, six. Yeah. 2017. So that's been five years and three games that are like there is is there is stealth in these three games mm-hmm. uh but particularly in valhalla it's like it's a viking game and they built it so that you just play berserker and run in with your two you can have wield two shields on either hand and just beat the shit out of people with it sounds fun where can i sign up yeah you could have mine you can't because it. it's a digital version yeah um it's just not my kind of game i don't really care for like that kind of gaming mm-hmm. um and so I didn't, I played it once and I didn't, I'll probably play it again. I'm planning on doing another Assassin's Creed playthrough at some point in the next year or so. And I might skip it again. I already did a playthrough and mm-hmm. stopped before that game. And I'll probably do another one and stop before that game. And then maybe next time, I'll, next time I do a playthrough, I'll play it again. Um, it also depends on when this other game comes out. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a smaller scale game. It was a design. It was supposed to be a large expansion to Valhalla. But they decided to make it its own game because Valhalla was not particularly well received. Okay. Um, and so they didn't want to like burden that. So that's fair. Yeah. They're going to do the official like trailer and announcement, I think, in a couple of weeks. At D23, Disney acquires, acquires Assassin's Creed. I would have a meltdown if <laughs> Disney acquired Ubisoft. That would be unfortunate. Yeah. Um, although, you know what? They're both quantity over quality. So. Pyramid in heaven. Yep. Made for each Match other. Match made in heaven. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I had one more bit of news. I don't remember it. Eh, I don't remember. Oh, well. Probably wasn't that important. Clearly. Oh, we're at 30 minutes. Plus some stopping to cut out some silence. Yeah, let's call it. All right, Chelsea. Let's joust. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio and Podbean and uh, iTunes and not SoundCloud, but all That's the other places. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to just breeze past it, and, <laughs> but nope, not happening, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, check us out on TikTok. Said that up top at Just Us Loser Spot. I haven't seen the most recent couple, but I'm sure they have been delightful and suitably viral. Probably not that. Nah. Not so I much. Mean, we're definitely getting more views for each video, but it's like a hundred views more. Mm-hmm. But... It's not very many. Honestly, that's impressive because nor- normally people hear us talk or meet us in person and then they just kind of drop out of our lives forever yeah it's fun it's good it's great i don't have to form attachments um we have a facebook allegedly we have a twitter at just us losers pod where we post an automated announcement that episodes are coming out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we have an instagram at just us losers pod where uh you can still go check out the awesome dune graphic that preston made two years ago it's pretty good. I listened to the Dune soundtrack on my run. Mm. Well, I listened to the first half on my run Thursday morning and the second half on my run this morning. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah. It's been stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so that's not just screaming in the back of your head and you think it's the Dune soundtrack? Uh, yeah, I mean, the screaming is back there often enough that I can differentiate it pretty well. Fair enough. Um, yeah, occasionally. It's pretty cool. Um, I also, the after I finished the second half of the Dune soundtrack, I, the Gladiator soundtrack was the next one. <laughs> um, and so there's some fun vocals in that. I got a little bit of three-part harmony out of that with the uh, the Dune and the Gladiator and the just the general internal screaming that is constantly going in the back of my head. Uh, we have Gmail, justicelosers.pod at gmail.com, where you can let us know uh, if you have some inside baseball gossip on Olivia Wilde and the Don't Worry Darling shenanigans, we would love to hear it, apparently. This is what we're all about now. Wasn't going to go for it, but all right. If you could tie the Bionicles in there, I support that, and I'd love to hear it. JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. That's the place to send it. Anyway, um, look forward to next week when you'll hear my opinions and only my opinions on the first two episodes of House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. Um, it'll be fun. We'll do a little compare and contrast, and I probably won't want to slit my wrists by the end of it. Oh, we'll talk. That's foreboding. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Hey, I get to find out in ten minutes. Everyone else has to wait a week. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.